You are now listening to the Life in Football podcast. Check out the new website, lifeinfootball.com. Once again, the website is lifeinfootball.com. Thanks for listening. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football. We are life in football. Welcome to the Life in Football podcast, baby. I'm your host, Mike Fee. And this your coach, Colin Moore. You know we love life and enjoying football. Top-notch coaches all around the world. Top, top-notch coaches all around the world. Today we got two of the best. They putting it down in airtime and for the whole Polk County, baby. They go by the name of Bros Elite. Now, they're doing very inspirational and powerful things for young men out here in the football world. They're empowering and impacting young men's lives, using sports as a tool to build esteem, character, moral leadership, perseverance, and commitment. I'm telling y'all, man, Bros Elite, they've been a strong supporter of life and football from the get-go, and I got to show them love today because they're not only just helping young men lives as far as in football, but they're helping them in their life as well. Y'all can find them at broselite.com. But without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and let Simo bring them on. Coach, how you doing, man? Good, man. How y'all doing? Doing pretty good, man. What's going on? Good, good. It's a blessing to have y'all on, man. Especially with everything that y'all do for the players, man. It's just, it's just a blessing to have y'all on. I, w- I want to get right into it, man. How did y'all guys come up with the All Star um, camp for football? With the All Star game, like that's big time. I want to know how y'all came up with that. Oh, man, it was just a vision. Uh, maybe like 10 years ago, we were sitting down with, with, with our, you know, close friends. It was like, what if folk kind of have an all-star game? Um, uh, to, to break it down, put it in a short story, we uh, we went, we got with a couple of guys in the county that was with influential in the game, with the game, kind of put it together. Uh, we split it down the middle, east and west. And we just we just went forward with it. And in it, and the, and it's, and it's coming up, a success. So, you know, shout out to Sonny Hopper, shout out to Urban Strickland that helped us out. But but now we are uh, we doing it on our own right now. And y'all handle the business big time. And I see all the time that y'all training players and getting them right too. So, how y'all got into that, man? Y'all own it. Well, just dealing with our our lives and dealing with our football journey. Uh, you know, after the game. We wanted to impact the game, well, because we not wasn't playing anymore. So we just, we just uh, came up with a with a with a slogan, came up with an idea to try to come back and you know, impact guys' lives and throughout without throughout the, the the journey we went through and the training we did, we just incorporated that and with with the kids that we trained and try to mentor. It's mentoring first, then we also train. Yes, sir. Now, I want to get y'all history, you know, for letting the people know y'all names, where y'all grew up, and um, 
where y'all played y'all uh football at? Well, I'm I'm Quentin Boatwright. I'm the I'm the the uh, the youngest twin, and my brother his name is Brendan Boatwright. I, we were born and raised here in Lakeland, Florida. Uh, we played ball at Lake Gibson for three years. Then we end up transferring to Lakeland our senior year. Um, graduated. Uh, my brother ended up signing with West Kentucky out of high school, but I ended up signing with a JUCO Compton Community College in Compton, California, out of high school. And so what happened was um, he made a transition to, you know, to transfer. I mean, not to transfer, but to go ahead and, and come with me to college. And um, we ended up playing our two years out there at Compton Community and um, signed with University of South Florida come out, coming out of JUCO. Played that one year and end up bouncing back to Alabama State University, where uh, we played under Coach Cole, Cold Blooded. Uh, end up winning the um, SWAT championship in 2001, I believe. I think we split it down the middle with um, with Grambling that year, and um, and then from there we end up just bouncing around with uh, arena leagues. Uh, we end up end up getting end up getting a workout with Dallas Desperados. And and that that went out pretty well, but they ended up folding that league that year, so we didn't get opportunity to, to uh, advance in that. But we ended up playing, you know, a little small little arena leagues and end up um, catching a break with the Wichita Wild. That's in Wichita, Kansas. So we played there for a season. Then from there, man, it was kind of like you know, where do we go from here? You know, so we ended up coming home. Think you know we just got jobs and things like that for those few years and then we you know again we were sitting out with our closest friends and you know we wanted to train so we kind of wrote it down and made it plain you know so after that man we what I did was I uh, end up going to a lot of schools in the county and I got turned down but I ended up going to Haines City High School and uh, end up talking to the director and he gave me the opportunity to coach. Now, and at first, we didn't want to coach. We just wanted to train athletes. But the door was open for us to coach, and so we kind of kicked the door open with that. Hey, we got to give a shout-out to the Boat Right Twin because they out here doing big things. But I got to show love to my HBCU, too, because <laughs> I went to Alabama State, too, man, and I played up on the uh, Charlie Coat. Okay. And, um. Uh, Yes, sir. I know y'all. Now, was y'all quarterback uh, Kennedy or uh, the number four? Yeah, Donnell. Yeah, man. Woo! So y'all had some big boy talent out there, man. If y'all could give a breakdown of, you know, y'all experience at, at Bama State. That's the gump town for y'all. Don't know that's Montgomery, Alabama, three three four the swag. And right. I know everybody hearing a lot of noise now because of Dion, but trust me, that swag been booming. Nah. So if y'all could give a little breakdown and kind of give some helpful information to the youngsters out there that may interest them in, in HBCU football and kind of let them know y'all journey, how it was there. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, man. When I was there at, HB, at Alabama State University, it was it was a bunch of talent, right? It's a bunch of talent, but it was in the early 2000s. Um, it wasn't as as Equipped with the technology and equipped with the with the with the resources they have right now, um, but believe me, Swag is where most of the talent is 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 at. You know, we we played against we played against Earl Carpenter, played with the Texans, 
We played against uh, Robert Mathis, who played with the Indianapolis Colts for years. We retired just a couple of years ago. We played. I, I played my last year with uh, Tabara Jackson. God rest uh, rest his soul. Uh, I played with. Uh, I played. I played at. Uh, well, I'm gonna go back to Compton. We played against Ocho Cinco in our junior college year. So just being around those talents, you know, HBCU is where to go. I, I believe if you're not getting a, a big boy, a big boy scholarship, a, a D1 scholarship, I think it should go to HBCU. I think we should funnel our children, our children, HBCUs to to bring back the uh, talent, bring back the talent that HBCUs. Because think about it, in the early 40s and the 50s. Who was beating those Florida States? Who was beating those Alabamas? You know, who was beating those uh, USC's? So they got smart and started putting their money into the resources to the black community, and that's what we need to start doing: bringing our children, bringing our resources back to our HBCUs, so we can come back and put our money back in our communities. So uh, HBCU, the way to go, baby! Alabama State, go Hornets, baby! <laughs> nah, yes, with with um. The traveling y'all did through college ball from from the D1 to JUCO to back to D1, how do y'all guys relate that to the players? Because y'all done seen a lot from all, basically any level that they can try to get to. Y'all done seen it. So how do y'all relate that to the young players that's coming up? Man, just actually just, man, perseverance. Um, just trying to put, put your best foot forward. Now, my journey won't be your journey, but I tell I tell any kid this, you know, just be uh just be firm and consistent in your decision. And once you get there, man, you know, you know, try to stick it out. You know, for for me when I when we end up going to the University of South Florida, man, it was a it was a coach a culture change, man. But when I say that, uh we, we just left California, man, where it was a melting pot of all type of people. And then when we ended up coming back home, you know, it was just, you know, black whites and, you know, little did a little that. And so it was like kind of like uh, it was for me, man, for me personally, it was kind of hard because, you know, Levitt, man, I, I went, went, when, when Coach Levitt was there, he was uh, he was he was he was hard, man. He was hard, hard on me. And so I, I mentally, man, I couldn't I couldn't um, grasp. That that toughness, that mental toughness, he was trying to instill, and so uh, what happened was, um, I just end up just kind of like, you know what, man, I'm just gonna go to the, you know Alabama State because out of JUCO they was they was recruiting us too, and so um, I just kind of like, you know what, man, I'm just going out of bounce, I'm, I'm just gonna bounce. But it was a lot of people telling us to to stay at University of South Florida. Uh, uh, God bless his soul, uh, Leroy Selman. He ended up sitting, sitting us down and, and um, telling us um, when we got here, he told us be- because uh, he knew what type of uh, coach Jim Levitt was. And, and, and take it for granted, man, Jim Levitt is an incredible coach. Uh, he knew what type of um, mental mentality he had when it come down to his players. And so my thing was he when, he when he sat us down, he told us, like, basically, man, y'all stay here. And but again, man, that that mental, I couldn't, I couldn't stand it, man. To be honest, and so uh, I would tell any kid, man, just be me- mental, mentally prepared, man, for the, for the best, and, and and equip yourself for the for the for the worst, because at the end of the day, man, it's about your education, and so I would say, just focus on your education and let football, you know, do its 
do his own thing, man. So my that, that'll be my 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 uh, answer to the kids, man. Just you know, be mentally prepared, man, for for the best, and, and equip yourself for the worst. Now, with all the young kids that y'all get to be around from the little league all the way up to the high school level and beyond, when they come back, do they hear what you're saying? Because I remember when I was little, I wanted to go, for some reason I just wanted to go to the league, and I, I ain't had no real reason why. I just you know, you see it on TV, you see it every Sunday. So right, when you right. want to go, you want to go. And then when you get older, you got the coaches there. But you could kind of – a player could look at a coach in a different way because you're like, well, you coaching me. You Did you go to the league? Like, right. how how do these guys interact with you guys? Um, Basically, I, well, basically when I meet a kid uh, from the little league, now I don't really – I don't really share my story. I show I, I I share my actions. I show my actions. I show what I can teach you. And, and nowadays, it's about the why. Okay, you're doing this. I'm telling you why you're doing this, right? And I'm showing you, if I can't show you why in the, in my way, I can show you on film why it should be this way. So um, the question was, um, where we... It, what was the question again, sir? I got, I got, I got, sorry. Nah, nah, how, how, like, since y'all like to coach them, how do they respond to you guys since y'all been there, done that, and do they hear what oh, y'all yeah, want? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, man. Uh, yeah. Action, man. Our actions. Uh, how we put it down on the field. You know, I tell all my kids, uh, you got to put it on the field first. Uh, for, for order for you to get recruited, you got to put it down. You got to put it, you got to, you got to go in, in the classroom. But you gotta put it down on the field. And I just showed show my kids through action. Uh man, when I first started, I was I used to do every drill. I mean I can do every drill right now, but it might be a little slower. So it's about my actions and how I really, you know, show the kids and then I sit them down and I talk to them and I and I say the same language those college coaches are saying, right? So it's all about language we're talking about uh uh kids. So when they go to College, they go to college, colleges and come back home, and they were saying, "Oh, they understand because Coach Boatwright talked the same language that the college coaches are talking." So now they, they, now they, now they understand what I'm trying to do. Then on on the kids coming back from college, you know, I had a kid, uh, T.J. Jones. He told me, and I quote, he said, "I was coach I ever had, uh, he ever had because you know what, what I what I showed him and what type of." Uh, knowledge that I have of the game about the position running back so you know um, just our actions man that's what I really try to you know show them that's it now this is going to be my last question fellas if y'all could give the information out there where y'all can be contacted at where your next showcase is going to be or any information that will be helpful for anybody who's trying to get in contact with you guys and kind of let them know what you all offer as well. Uh, you can you can reach us, contact us at broselite.com. Uh, our information is on our contacts. Also, you can go to uh, Facebook, Broselite, um, Instagram, Twitter as well. Uh, you can DM me, uh, inbox us, however you may, it may be. Also, uh, our next adventure or our best our next project we're gonna do we're gonna be doing uh, um the training table 
we're gonna be doing a training table. That's gonna be in August, early August. Um, we'll get information out on on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. When we when we get it, y'all will get it. And I appreciate you having us on, but dog. No, man, we appreciate y'all for all the work y'all doing out here in the community and for the young fellas out there, y'all giving them great information. And I got to say again, shout out to the Boat Rack Twins and shout out to Bros Elite. Y'all make sure y'all check them out. That's broselite.com, B-R-O-S-E-L-I-T-E.com. And I want to thank them again for coming on. And I'm going to leave y'all how I always leave y'all. Keep your head up. And not down, I ask you a fall to the ground. This is the Life of Football Podcast. Catch you next time. Try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football.